Hi, thanks for joining me for worship today. And let us begin with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God, eternal goodness, immeasurable love, you place your gifts before us. We eat and are satisfied. Fill us and this world in all its need with the life that comes only from you, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Exodus. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. But you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked toward the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were beside the sea, they themselves got into boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. 
It is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. There are two similarities connecting our Old Testament reading from Exodus and the Gospel reading from John. One is bread from heaven, and the other is demanding people. Well, let's start with the demanding people. In Exodus, the Israelites have been set free by God from the land of Egypt, and then God sent Moses to lead them to the promised land where they would live as free people. Unfortunately, the people didn't realize there would be a lengthy time between being rescued and finally reaching their new home. They are now wandering in the wilderness and are feeling unsure of their future. They feel they lack the needed food and water for survival. They are complaining to Moses that they would rather be back in Egypt, where at least they knew what would happen each day and where they had food to eat. The Lord hears their complaints and promises them bread in the morning and meat at night. The promise is kept, and the Israelites were able to eat their fill of bread from heaven. In the Gospel of John, we have a crowd of people following Jesus. Most of them had been on that grassy hill when Jesus fed the 5,000 from five loaves and two fish. They saw the miracle for themselves. And that may be the reason they continued to follow him. They wanted to see more. When Jesus confronts them, he tells them bluntly that they are only following him because they ate their fill of bread the day before. He warns them that they need to seek food that will last for eternal life instead of seeking food that perishes. The crowd is listening intently and asks Jesus, what they need to do to get this bread that will not perish. He says it's simple. Just believe in him whom God has sent to them. But that does not satisfy them. They want to see Jesus do more. They remind Jesus that their ancestors were given bread from heaven by Moses. Well, not exactly, Jesus tells them. The bread did not come from Moses, but from God. Just like God took care of the Israelites in the wilderness, God is taking care of this crowd around Jesus by sending to them the true bread, Jesus himself. Both the Israelites and the crowd around Jesus were hungry. They were hungry for more than just bread to fill their stomachs. God knew this, even if the people did not realize their own hunger. As we read these passages today, what opinions do we form about these people who are demanding food? Do we see them as ungrateful? After all, the Israelites were rescued from a life of slavery. They were treated terribly in Egypt. God was saving them from a terrible life. 
and the crowd following Jesus wasn't much better off than the Israelites. They were being oppressed by the Roman government and the religious leaders. Neither group had much to look forward to in life. Yet they complained that their rescuers were not doing enough for them. Is that how you see these people? Greedy, ungrateful, and forgetful? Or is there more to the story? Yes, all these people were hungry, but their hungry went deeper than just needing food to fill them bodily. They needed food to feed them spiritually. And that is why God sent Jesus. Spiritual hunger is real, and it not only existed then, it exists now. Think of the people who are homeless and live on the streets or those in shelters waiting to find permanent housing and a chance to have a good life. It is good when we give money or food to help them, but that is soon used up and more is needed. That fulfills their immediate needs, but what about long term? How can we find ways to give these people the means to care for themselves? They need more than just a handout. They need a solution. There are many organizations who help build homes, offer educational opportunities, and teach job skills. These are the type of things that offer hope and raise spirits. Yet do we sometimes think of these people like we do those in our Bible readings for today? Have we ever saw a person begging on the side of the road and said to ourselves, why doesn't he just get a job and quit being lazy? Have we just looked at the exterior picture and not tried to understand how and why this person is in the situation he is in? If our circumstances changed because of an illness or job loss, how many of us could find ourselves in the same difficult and maybe hopeless situation. I think there is a real need for us today to feed our souls, not just our bodies. We seem to wander in our own wildernesses, just like the Israelites. We work hard, we play hard, and yet we are still not satisfied. We work so that we can buy the nice house, the reliable car. We make sure we have clothes to wear and money for the extras to make our lives easier. When we are not working, then we want money for fun vacations, sports activities for our children or ourselves, and maybe a boat, camper, or cabin on the lake. Well, it's not wrong to strive for these things, but it is also important to realize that these things in themselves will not satisfy your deepest needs. It is in the relationships we form where we find our greatest satisfaction. Family relationships are very important. Keeping connected to family in a meaningful way is important for both your mental and physical well-being. Then there are the relationships you form with friends and co-workers also important and meaningful. But the most important relationship you have is with your Savior, Jesus Christ, the true bread from heaven, who will always satisfy your deepest hunger. If you don't have Jesus in your life, you will never satisfy the true hunger 
that stays with you every day. You can eat all the earthly food you want and never feel full and never feel truly satisfied. God knew this, and that is why he sent Jesus Christ into the world. Jesus brought with him the only way to satisfy what we are all craving, love and mercy. Receive true fullness, not just of body, but of soul, in our Savior Jesus Christ. When you come to the table and receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ, you are truly fed. You don't have to look any farther for a satisfying meal. Amen. Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. 
he descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Rooted in Christ and sustained by the Spirit, we offer our prayers for the Church, the world, and all of creation. You call your Church to be the body of Christ. Awaken all the baptized in the gifts you provide for carrying out the work of ministry. When the Church is divided, knit us together. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You command the clouds above and cause the wind to blow. Watch over your creation and teach us to work together to care for your kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You summon leaders to respond to the needs of your people. Instill those who govern with patience and seek what promotes the well-being of all. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You draw near to those who cry out for help. Feed those who are hungry and re reassure those who are suffering, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You receive all who are seeking a sign of grace. Make this congregation a place of hospitality for all and prepare us to welcome them in the name of Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You provide food that endures for eternal life. Sustain us each day with the bread of life until we are gathered with all the saints and feast together at your heavenly banquet. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift these and all our prayers to you, O God, confident in the promise of your saving love through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace. Remember the poor. Thanks be to God.